Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Yo. Is it really? Happy birthday, baby.
In the land of make-believe. When I travel in your rubble, many mysteries. Yeah. That's the kid. I, I sampled that kid in the song. In your song? I, yeah, in the land of make-believe. Oh, so he heard the video? I doubt it. How would he randomly... He makes fun of it. It's the new age bullshit. He's probably making fun of it. Of your song? No, he definitely hasn't heard my song. He's talking. He posted it on, on our video. But what is that kid from? Um, What's that from? The kazoo kid. The what? The kazoo kid. So he doesn't even know you have a song with that in no. it, and you just and he just randomly making fun yeah. of us saying that we're talking about some bullshit. I think so. That's what I think too. Listen, you heard this. It's interesting because what you believe shows itself to you over and over again. Not because it has to, not because it must, not because it's inevitable, and not because it's right. It just shows itself to you. What you believe shows itself to you simply because you believe it. So as you continue to think this thought, then law of attraction shores it up, gathers evidence, brings it right to you, gives you proof of what you believe. Yeah, I heard this one the other day. So he just coincidentally puts that. Oh, 
my cherries in the fire, angelic, benevolent, connecting and light. Taste death because it was swept away in a flame by night, call by day. What's next is communication, intuitive telepathy and raised vibration. In a land of make believe, it's a trouble like a rebel in a distance. Meditate and arrange my privacy with the heart to embrace the drums unseen. We got to to the same for the weird others with their weird beliefs. So their beliefs are being proved to them, too. And then most humans spend most of their life, most set out to argue the perfection of their own beliefs against the imperfection of the others, which is not what planned to do at all. You came to embrace the diversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that one the other day. I like that one. And then when I seen him post that, I'm like, mm-hmm. I started hearing that hook. I'm like, doesn't Derek have a Is this guy making fun of us or is he liking the song? Yeah, he definitely hasn't heard the song. You, but you released that song to the no. Patreon? Yeah, he's not a patron. Yet. No, no, but I was saying, yeah. I listened to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, it's the full version. Oh, it's the full version. What is that, like a viral video or something? Don't run, jump, or dance while playing the kazoo. Thanks. Coming out of the place. That's what you said. That's great. If you 
Shut that door. Or like start your audio. Hey. There you go.
<laughs> How's the thing going, man? Hey, we wanted to be the we wanted to be the first to wish you happy we're, birthday. We're, we're nine five. Oh, thanks, man. We're nine. We're nine nine. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my God! Happy birthday, oh, Shaka. See, you're in Birmingham, Alabama, or something. Mobile. Oh, cool. Even better, right on the Gulf. Yeah. Hot. Great in the winters. Yeah. <laughs> right now, it's got to be super hot, though. Well, my AC went my out. AC went out yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah, dude, we're, we're beaming sweat. Man. <laughs> it's not good. You not can good. relate to Shadrach, Meshach, and the Bendigo. <laughs> I'm, I'm for straight from Honduras, so it ain't phasing me. He's much. fine. He's cool. I mean, me and my wife are like, <laughs> man, it's not good. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you ready, man? Yeah, man. Hey, um, are you so you ended up using your phone or you, or your computer? You on your phone? No, I'm, on, I'm on my phone. Okay. Turn it, yeah, you yeah. could use it. You could use it. Just turn it sideways so it'll pick up. Oh yeah. There you go. Wide screen. Oh, cool. cool. Let me see if I can do some better lighting. No. I just did a random picture. Um, that's pretty good. Hey, can you hear us okay? <laughs> yeah. Shaga. <Okay. laughs> it is a really nice memory foam pillow, too. Shaga. <laughs> just bought my ticket a couple hours ago, bro. So I'll see you in a couple of days out there. Or on the 28th, I'm coming up. Here. 28th, yeah, man. Okay. Sounds good. Check him. <clears throat> All right, we'll go ahead and go live, and I'll just do a quick intro. <sighs> okay. Let's start. Check the thing down. Is it Star Wars in the background? Yeah, all kinds of stuff back there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Like an alien bunny? A bunny? (laughs) (laughs) See her. Oh, okay. See her, Yahweh. Cool, man. With the marks of slaughter. Yeah. (laughs) Crucified with Christ. (laughs) Stigmata, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shaga. Thank you, Jesus, for the cloud of your blood. Through this whole broadcast, just get them in the blood mist of glory, the cloud of glory. 
every single listener and viewer just to be caught up into the house of wine. Mmm. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? You're back with another episode of the Truth Seeker Podcast. I'm joined with uh, a roundtable discussion tonight. I got Dano, Dan Oskopinski, sitting to my left. What's up? And we also have the brethren, Brandon Barthrop, the vanguard of the Lord's government. How are you guys doing out there? How are you guys out there in TV land, Facebook land, YouTube land? <laughs> Brandon Barthrop. Fresh from the uh, re-upload of the Vice snippet from Facebook. Six million views at this point. Probably more now. Everybody just making a million on you, huh, buddy? Yeah, well, it's Vice and it's Google that sponsored that documentary. Google gave them $10,000 to come out here, hang out at my house for a week, and do the documentary. Because they'd gotten so many... Google searches of drunk on God and drunken glory and, you know, any of that kind of stuff on God getting wasted. And it was something that people really interested in. Obviously, I think it's up to almost 8 million right now just on Facebook because they released it only on YouTube like four years ago. And it's got a million in four years. But on Facebook, I think we hit almost 8 million now in just five days. And, uh, you know, Vice could put their spin on it, and there's some weird stuff in there, and they kind of, you know, misrepresented me a little bit. But yeah. it's excellent exposure, and when people come in and check out our ministry, we're just preaching Christ crucified and the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. That's crazy, because when you watch the snippet, the snippet makes it seem like the documentary is about essential oils. Yeah. All the comments were about essential oils, and it has nothing to do, and, you know, that was actually a joke. Yeah, and that's what they made the snippet to be about. The joke was on, you know, make trying to just mess with them about baby Jesus when the wise men brought him frankincense, and you know the baby smelling the wise man's gifts. I mean that that's literally what I was thinking. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about getting high on frankincense. I'm like, I'm high on the drunken glory and the blood of Jesus. I drink the Holy Spirit nonstop from the time I wake up to time I go to sleep. But because they're humans and they're they're you know in their sin nature and they're unbelievers, these aren't Christians. Advice, they don't have any faith for any of this stuff. So the only possible way they could understand what I why I'm drunk all the time is oils and diamond oil and that couldn't be further from the truth i've never been drunk or high on anything except the blood of jesus from christ well at least since i've been born again holy spirit yeah man it's all about the blood <laughs> but i do some controversial stuff with that blood i'll smoke the blood of jesus well it is it is your birthday tomorrow so let's all just talk a little ghost <laughs> celebrating brandon's birthday We'll be biblical. We'll keep it new wine. You know. I'm drinking the Godka. <laughs> Jehovah Wana. It's so funny because we we actually have a mutual friend, um, John Illuminati Congo, who practices holotropic <laughs> breathing and breath work. And I did the interview right after the the last interview I did with you. I did one with him, and I mentioned you. I guess he didn't remember, 
But two days ago, he sent me the Vice documentary. He's like, hey, check this guy out. I was like, oh, funny. Dude, I mentioned him on the podcast, and it's something about the breath, the, you know what I'm saying, the pneuma. The Ruach Hakadesh. It's everywhere. You can breathe it in. <laughs> and to be conscious of what you're breathing in and conscious of what the spirit is, people don't even know that. And it's that simple and that close to you, right? The Holy Spirit is the breath of life. But everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Amen. Isaiah 11, by the breath of the Almighty, he shall slay the wicked. When you have a clean conscience by the blood of Jesus, every breath is the Holy Spirit. When you have a dirty conscience, you're breathing in sin. That's why there's no faith, and it's just oxygen to a sinner. But once you're cleansed in your conscience, man, that is the air of Zion. That's the same air Jesus Christ is breathing around his Father in heaven, in the throne room of God. (laughs) Shaka. So a little bit about the documentary, man. Um, are you seeing any numbers from that? Are you seeing uh, like an increase of people coming to check you out and stuff? It's been so viral that Facebook had to step up and block my messenger because I'm getting like 100 messages a day on Facebook oh, wow. from people from all over the world. And it's usually about them wanting to get high on essential oil. <laughs> <laughs> Mess you up, man. And, uh, and this is what I said. I have a generic response now that I copy and paste, but a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of them will just get blocked automatically by Facebook, just dealing with these people like it's spam. But I just tell them, we don't sell anything. We're not high on oil and we're not selling you any oil. We're not selling anything, but we're high on the blood of Jesus. You can check out our ministry, redletterman.com. And it's crazy because a lot of people are, and once they listen to us, they're like, man, you preached the gospel Vice totally misrepresented you. We've had several yeah. people say that. So there's a lot of good fruit coming from it, too. You are an independent distributor of the oil of gladness, though. So you got <laughs> That's the true. oil of joy. Unlimited golden oil. I'll take all of it, Jesus. Thank you very much. It's so, it's so funny how you were talking about how the video just hit a million views on YouTube. Right. And in Facebook, four or five days, it's already at six million plus. Um, yeah. What's the difference? Because I know you were like, I know that you go live on YouTube, but and you've been buying ad space on Facebook in the reach. Yeah. YouTube versus Facebook is ridiculous, right? What's the difference in like the fruit you've been seeing of just promoting <laughs> on, on Facebook? Yeah, I mean, it's like like you said, it's several million more. In yep. just a couple of days on Facebook and YouTube, Facebook is so viral compared to YouTube. There's no comparison. Facebook just reached a two billion person audience worldwide. It's liter- literally bigger than television and radio now. Yep. How big Facebook has gotten. You can transform civilization through Facebook, <laughs> and that's what we're doing. We're buying ads, you know. And this is the craziest thing about them releasing that that uh, documentary on Facebook this last week was I was planning on spending a ton of money hitting America with advertisements. We had just spent $22,000 the last three months hitting the whole world with Facebook. And so I'm thinking, how am I going to hit the USA? Cause God, the father said, focus on the U S if you take the U S you take the whole world and Facebook charges you a hundred times more per person yeah. Yep. On faith on in the U.S. than they do in third world nations. Hmm. So it is 
like for instance, it cost me ten one thousand dollars to reach like twenty thousand Americans. Whereas a thousand dollars I can reach like three million third world nations. So I mean it's it's like a, almost a hundred to one, a thousand to one. And because they do, they advertising based on what the viewer has to give you. And Americans yeah. are the richest people in the world. So they say, if you're trying to reach them, we're going to charge you an arm and a leg. But if you're doing it for like, you know, missions, you know, to be an evangelist in the valleys of the world, the third world nations, we'll practically give it to you for free. So it's a whole new ball game dealing with Americans. They're expensive. They're know-it-alls. I mean, these people have so much Bible knowledge that hitting America last five days, every single comment we've gotten from random Americans, mostly Christians, has been negative. Yeah. I couldn't believe it because when we do that in Africa and in, uh, in Asia, it's like a lot of positive, a lot of love, not America. So we got a lot of work to do here. <laughs> what was it? Because, I mean, you, you broadcast live every day for a while now on Facebook. What was it a couple months back where – all of a sudden you realize or you had the idea, like, I'm going to start pumping money into this and doing Facebook ads. What it just sense? opened up. They had blocked me on Facebook because of us trying to redeem swear words in the past. So all of my accounts wow. were locked up. Wow. So it was, all the doors were closed. Hmm. And then Facebook one day said, I guess you've been good for a year. We're unlocking it. And God the Father said, go. And then I started pouring hundreds of dollars in and people started supporting it because we're literally hitting millions of people yeah. hit I think 36 million or something right now. And just in the last three months worldwide and it's just blowing up and we've never had the capabilities of doing this before. It opened up three months ago. They unblocked me even a year ago. Facebook didn't even have this technology. The Facebook live thing is brand new. Right. So right, right. Five years ago. I mean, you know, you look at Reinhard Bunky reaching a million Nigerians in his campaigns that cost him $10 million for the lights and the, the stages yep. and the and sounds leaves and, and they're not going to have access to keep hearing, you know, whatever it is he's speaking on. Totally. I mean, that's old school evangelism with this <laughs> new school evangelism through Facebook. Yep. I can reach the same million Nigerians for like 300 bucks and it costs him $10 million in his ministry. So it is a whole new world for ministry. And then they could keep tuning in every day and getting discipled. Inter the internet has just opened up the whole world for the gospel of the kingdom to just flood them. And it's the cream of the crop rising to the top because everyone can be a judge of what they're hearing. And if it's, you know, religious garbage, they don't have to listen to it. Let's check out everything that's out there and what bears the best fruit. This way, the sons of God can rise to the top and show everyone they know the father the best even though they're not in their prim and proper packages like the church buildings and their nice ministries and all that, they have the anointing, they have the experience, they have the wisdom, they have the seven spirits of God. I mean, they have the signs and wonders confirming their message. So the Father just opened up the Internet and now opened up Facebook for the sons of God to just transform civilization. <laughs> What's some of the, um, like the... Um... I, I want to talk about this, and I don't want to call anybody's names out, and we've seen it. I, I've seen it in my circle. I know you've seen it, and we've seen it crossing paths. So about the needy followers, like we have followers who are in all like different levels. We got people follow my ministry, Dan, you, and they come at us from different levels. You have some people who just like 
want to hang out. They, they want to hold your hand and, and, and they get offended when you don't give them your undivided attention <laughs> oh, yeah. an hour a day or whatever the case <laughs> is, man. Talk a little bit it about the orphan spirit. It's what, a, what do we do? Or if we need a spirit of adoption, just drown them in the Red Sea, the blood of Jesus, because the only way you can pastor people like this to get them actually transform is with God the Father. I mean, this human beings can't do Christian ministry. We need the Holy Ghost to do Christian ministry. This whole thing's based on the power of the Holy Spirit from day one. So all these people just need to get completely and totally drowned in the Holy Ghost, get over themselves, you know, stop being so needy, and start just living off of God the Father. <laughs> get that orphan spirit out of here. Loose. <laughs> Shaka. And when you're drunk on the Holy Ghost, man, you don't even think about yourself. Like, that's yeah. the thing, too, helping yeah, these people. Yeah. They're so self-conscious. Like, yeah. I'm not even aware of myself because I'm so <laughs> drunk on the Holy Ghost. All the time. I can't even relate to a person who always has their own personal needs that have to be met by someone else. Like, yeah. the pastor has to spend time with me. The pastor <laughs> has to lay hands on me. I need yeah. the attention from the pastor. I'm like... The chief shepherd who soon shall appear is my pastor, and he's given me all I can drink, the river of life from his throne. I don't even care about anything else. Everything else is just a bonus from here. People don't know. When I when I started living in Honduras, learning Spanish, you start figuring out a lot of different things. One of them is that the word shepherd in Spanish is pastor. The Lord is my shepherd means the Lord is my pastor. Amen. When I learned that in Spanish, I'm like, the Lord is my pastor. The Lord is my pastor. Why would I need anybody else? But mm. do you do you find that let's say from the Red Letter Ministries camp, a lot of people that have been keeping up with you for a long time, do you find that what would you say? What, how would you gauge that the percentage of them that's you know come in just hearing and listening actually mature and actually grow up and step up and to start becoming able to walk it out independently, like on the level that you? Oh, speak? that's a great question. There's a sower sowing seed. And some of these hearts, they got some weeds in them. They got some cares in the world. They got some rocks, you know. But the sower always sows seed. And I find for every listener that has a heart that can receive, they bear forth the fruit 30, 60, 100-fold in Jesus' name. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's exactly what happens. Everything Jesus Christ said to us is true. Yeah. And... I experience it every day in ministry. (laughs) Let me ask you this, too, because I get this question all the time about and and I'm I'm into some some uh, book of Enoch and some books that were taken out of the scriptures. I'm into some of that. I get questioned all the time and I get and they try to force it on me. The Urantia book. What's your dealings with that? Have you even heard of it? (laughs) What's the Urantia? Yeah, the um, Urantia book. We have, we have, okay, we have some mutual friends who were commenting in the comment section trying to, and they were upset that you won't, you won't read the Urantia book. Uh, I will now. I mean, I'll, I'll read. Anything. I've read the Necronomicon in human yeah. skin. Don't read the don't read the Urantia book. Just save yourself. <laughs> All right. But we have. I've got a lot of people begging me to read it, and what I've read, it's not inspired at all. At all, but there yeah, are all those wonderful books. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, I don't have time for all the adjectives. 
<laughs> too many adjectives. You're trying too hard. The magnificent. It doesn't glory. make it past the bloodline, you know. It's rubbish. No, it's not. It's not of God, man. So I have a lot of a lot of people. Not more. It's more than one or two asking me about that, and I didn't know if if you have actually read it or not. But yeah, you don't need to read it. I'm not. I'm not recommending that to anybody. So okay, I just, I just had a question. Yeah, burn that book. <laughs> <laughs> you know the main. Honestly, if we want to talk about books. The main book that I'm in the last maybe two, three years, every day, just baptized in it is the book of Revelation, the 66th yeah, book of the Bible. I'm in that book more than any other book. And second to Revelation, the book of Hebrews, those two books, honestly, in my opinion, are the most two important books for this entire generation, because that's the New Testament, New Covenant priesthood of the book of Hebrews and the book of Revelation is all about us inheriting the promises of the entire world <laughs> a new heavens and a new earth of righteousness so yeah i like I, I like peeping you out and watching where you're going sometimes it might be a couple of weeks I, I check in regularly sometimes i might be a couple of weeks don't see too much but however you you hit on a specific topic and then you you keep going 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 for a whole week or you know a week and a half two weeks on that whether it's the seven spirits of god or the horns, or whatever it is, and you just keep on pounding it in until it gets stuck in your mind, you know? Well, Father God in heaven, give us our daily bread. I mean, if I don't get hot bread from my Father in heaven every day, I feel like I'm dying. Like, And I'll go out and steal some bread from somebody if I don't get fed, because <laughs> I have to eat the hot bread of the Father's word every day. Otherwise, I feel like I'm physically dying. I'm dependent on my Father in heaven. That's the word of God, the fresh bread from heaven, the hidden manna. And so what I eat is the only thing I serve every day. And so if the Father gives me some different bread, you know, I'll be serving different bread. And it's just, it seems like every season we've been doing this now, broadcasting for nine years, there's been themes and emphases on different things. Right now, what's the emphasis on? The blood sacrifice, the house of wine, Clarence. Uh-huh. Drink the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Um, so I got a question. So there was the redeeming of the curse words, right? It, there was a shock value there. We were shocked, right? Oh, yeah. We were a little uh-huh. bit shocked, but I got it. It worked. I got it. Yeah. I totally got it. When Brandon does it, I got it. I understand the spirit behind it, why you're doing it, and everything you said made sense. I have to say, man, some of the followers, some of the other people were like following in the footsteps of doing yeah. it too. And we would reach out or they would comment and everything we got from them was vulgar too. Like yeah. it was straight vulgar from the followers and it wasn't the same spirit as Brandon, Brandon walking in the spirit using the profanity and stuff. I think maybe grace needs to abound. Total, there's definitely grace. Definitely <laughs> grace. I don't condemn nobody. Yeah. But it, it's funny when you could use it and it's annoying it. But then we, somebody, us or somebody else d- does it, and it's totally in the flesh. It's about the heart. If yeah. you have a heart full of love, all, all my heart intentions are to help my brothers and sisters grow spiritually. I know I watched it, too. Some people use yeah. the Proverbs chapter 1 calls it dark speech. I mean, think yeah. about it. David used Goliath's sword. That was the demon Nephilim's sword used in the hand of the anointed king. I mean, that's like using swear words. Uh, to me, that's the same thing. Do I use it very much anymore? No, because it's a new season. 
Yeah. I'm not redeeming curse words right now because they've already been redeemed. I don't need to. Like all of the power of those words has been sucked dry from Satan and his angels. Like they hold no power over the anointing at all, over me at all, anywhere in the whole world. When the demons had power in um, English language and English communication, they'd use that power over the Christians to oppress them with wickedness. And I watched my mom and different people just bow to the power of wickedness because it's intimidating. And it's like, that's a wicked, wicked person that can hurt you with their words. And their words were more powerful than the Christians' words. So I went after that thing and just decimated it, and and it it worked. It was yeah, effective. You could even see, you could even see so many of them, even just at you know shit or anything, and they would cringe at the at the corner of the seat. Right. Hey, and then once you have them offended like that, you have control over them. So I just don't didn't want to see God's people being controlled by the wicked. So I just went up. And I will say one thing it. though. I told Derek the other day. I said, hey, uh, a couple months ago, I was back here in the states, and I seen I was watching some Netflix documentaries. And there was some documentary called I'm Not Your Guru or something like it. Tony Robbins uh, thing, just basically about how he's like, he's like a big, one of the world's biggest motivational speakers or whatever. And it was showing like behind the scenes footage at some of these events he does, you know, they're charging $3,000, $4,000, and he was cursing. And I'm, and I'm looking at it and he's like, just every once in a while dropping a word for shock value to try and get their attention. I said, Man, and then I just went to some uh some business conference in Miami this past weekend, and they was doing the same thing. I said, "Yeah, man, Brandon was ahead of Brandon. All these people are like a couple years behind Brandon. <laughs> we pioneered it, no doubt. Well, Jesus yeah. Christ did, and we're His body. Like we're the friends of the bridegroom. I don't do anything that my King isn't doing. I mean, I've learned the hard way that you never get out of the King of Glory and just stay." one with him all the time. If he moves left, I move left. He moves right, I move right. I'm done straying in any direction of rebellion or religion from the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Just him and I are one. Oh, God. It's a a huge difference when somebody does it for the shock value. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole motivational speakers, they're all doing it. What's that guy's name? Gary V. Gary V's a big name right now. In that oh. that realm, he's doing it because it's everybody else. And I see people who are like disciples of him, and they're doing it, talking about making money. And it's just it's uh it's and just it's going like, to destroy him. Anything yeah, outside the blood of Jesus thing. will be destroyed. Uh, inside the blood is salvation. Outside the blood, well, everything human, everything that the sinners are doing, everything the workers of iniquity, the doers of their own thing, all the people that serve the golden calf of Babylon the Great. All of that will be flooded with the house of wine, with the blood of Jesus Christ. The holy people of the Most High God are inheriting the kingdom, Daniel chapter 7, right now. Glory. The mountains shall drip with wine, Joel and Amos say. God said to me today, now they're going to be drowned in wine. The seven mountains of our entire world. Enoch saw them. Um, John saw them in the book of Revelation. The horror of Babylon on the scarlet beast sits upon the seven mountains. That's all... Babylonian Christianity. They're like dogs and sorcerers. And it's just all in the brain. It's not spiritual stuff. They turned our father's house into a marketplace. So God the Father's answer is drowning them in the new wine of the blood of Jesus Christ. It's going to be the floods of the Red Sea worldwide, I tell you the truth. <laughs> Let it be That's the answer, because Egypt can't pass the Red Sea. And everything spiritual, everything that says it's Jesus, that's not, is just Egypt. It's just religion. 
So the Red Sea is the blood of Jesus that drowns it. Glory to God. (laughs) It's going to get so good. I do want to let everybody know that the phone lines are open. If um, if you're needy, you need somebody to talk to, uh, the phone lines are open. You can have Brandon's ear. You can have Brandon's ear for a few minutes. Uh, if anybody has any questions, just want to say hello. The phone lines are open. Give us a call. Say hello. Ask questions. All that good stuff. Um, Amen. So you didn't see any. There's there's no uh, email connection. No keeping up with Vice at all. It was just they came in. They did their work, and that's it. Out of nowhere. They just dropped it on Facebook for the first time this week. It's been out for so many years. I stopped even paying attention. And all of a sudden, one day, on Monday at 7 a.m., they released it. But by the afternoon, I have like 100 Facebook messages, (laughs) and I have no idea what's going on. And then I start seeing people sharing the old video on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, my God, they reintroduced the documentary? And none of these people had seen it before. And I'm hanging out with some college friends and stuff in Minneapolis, and like everyone had seen it. People are running up to me in the place. They're like, "Is this you?" Oh my god, we love you! And I felt like a celebrity. It was the weirdest, most <laughs> awkward thing. Just kind of walking away, but like goo goo gaga, like fangirls yeah. and fanboys. It was it was strange. I'm not used to that, but uh, it's okay. You can be a celebrity for your glory, like Abraham. It says he was famous for his glory. As long as I'm famous for the glory of Jesus Christ and him crucified, it's legal. <laughs> hey, so so tell us a little bit about, I know that you've been going to, I can't remember the name of the town or city or whatever, but down to Mexico for years now. Mazalan. Mazalan. So what do you do when you go? Well, my dad's retired down there. When I went to college, he moved there in the year 2000. So I go and visit him and I just spend tons of time down there talking to everyone, just being the word of God and just walking around and making friends. And uh, Sinaloa needs any, a lot of work. Any retreats down there? I know he's got like a hotel or something, right? Or, yeah, he turned it into his hacienda and decided he doesn't want to share it with anyone. So he backed down off all that because he's 71 years old, retired Vietnam vet, Marine Corps squad leader. He doesn't want to be around people. So it's kind of just his resort. It's it's a hacienda on the Sea of Cortez, 60 miles north of Mazalan. So we just, you know, hang out down there now and hang out with the locals. And he's got a new bike club where they just ride motorcycles around. And uh, he's having a great retirement down there. That's what's up. Any plans to grow the beard and hair back hair back out? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe like in 100, maybe 200 years, like Solomon <laughs> or Jesus in Revelation 1, it'll be white. You know, like the glory hair, like an angel. We'll see. We'll see how this transfiguration stuff goes. It was it was so weird because like I remember you mentioned people like when you cut your hair, people are like they left. They're like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Like that was my idol just changed. I'm done. See you. Totally. They followed a form instead of the anointing. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. I know. I couldn't believe it. I've been shocked every day of ministry. Eleven years, man. People are messed up in the brain. Um. <laughs> Great grace. You you um actually had the chance to meet and hang out with Brian Head Welch, man. Yeah, many times. He many times. My house. Yeah. Really? Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. Talk a little bit about that, man. He's so awesome. Yeah, well, you know, he's came out of math or whatever, and he's a famous rock star. And I'm not really into just you know hanging on celebrities and stuff because I I didn't really even tell people. I shared a couple pictures and stuff, but we've been talking with him and visiting with him for several years 
And he's just a man after God's own heart, and he loves the drunken glory. Yeah. He's, he's a strong drinker, and he's getting stronger. And uh, I talked with him a couple of times this year, and he's just on the path, man. He's just all, with part of the body of Christ and the army of the Lord that's learning how to feast every day and drink the blood of Jesus. <laughs> he's just got a bigger audience than most Christians, but he's he's a pretty normal disciple of the kingdom. You know what, though? Just like you, just like us, he had to eat shit, too. As a baby Christian, mm-hmm. like as a baby Christian, he had to eat the shit. You know what I'm saying? That had that had to be hard on him. And I've seen his posts and his videos and how it was, man. That's that's kind of rough. When, when yeah, he definitely kinda... tasted the religious bullcrap of Christianity right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, and off the bat. I'll man. let him tell those stories, but he got burned, and mm-hmm. there's this bad... You know, just Pharisees everywhere in America. They're the religious Pharisees of Christianity are everywhere. And you get born again, you're vulnerable. You just—I mean, I was like that when I got born again in Team Challenge. You just think everyone's on fire for God because you yeah. just experience the glory of God. No, a bunch of serpents ready to cut your head off. <laughs> yeah, cut your head off. And take all of his money is what they did. Yeah, and he had to start over from nothing, man. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, he's got a cool testimony. No, he's um, he's amazing, dude. Definitely. We got we got some other mutual friends that have come up and stayed in the crack house here and there. We got a King Tall T is a mutual friend of all of ours. Oh, I love King Tall T. He's all, <laughs> he's definitely coming into his own and developing his ministry. Him and his yeah. wife in the last couple of years. Cool. A lot of glory on a lot of glory on their music and on all that stuff that they're putting out. Wonderful. The army of the Lord is getting mature in America. And it's mostly youth army. It's, and you know what? Guys, we're just getting started. The world is going to be taken by storm. Like they are not even, they don't even have a grid for how powerful we're going to be just even in next month. We're excelling in strength so rapidly and going from glory to glory so rapidly. The world doesn't even have a grid for it. I'll be hanging out with Freemasons. And month to month, the Freemasons grow so slowly in that demonic angel system of sorcery that they are shocked by how fast my angelic growth goes like literally startled and shocked and their jaws drop and it's a totally different system in the holy ghost than what satan has in the world god has the power of infinite life inside every single one of us and i don't think we've even put it to the test enough as christians to see how powerful we can get in this new covenant but we're going to get so powerful. Good. <laughs> so, so you used to do a lot of like, uh, well, I don't know a lot, but you used to do retreats and, and uh, like intensive schools up at your house and stuff. What happened with that? You guys stopped doing that a couple of years back or what? It is more effective of my time in ministry to put all of our schools online for free download than to have just one or two individuals come in my house for a week. And they still do. We have friends and family that stay with us and visit us from around the world. But as far as the schools go, it wasn't as effective as just putting it out there for thousands of people to download and get transformed. Because once they're transformed, then they're totally changed in their mind. And then we can have sweet fellowship online. And then when the brother or sister comes to the house, it's like I'm hanging out with other sons of God instead of baby Christians. Right. That's what's up. <laughs> you don't waste any time this way. The internet is miraculous. It's a, I mean, it's a game changer, man. And 
I mean, I know you say it all the time, but one thing you said years ago that, that sticks with me, and it's my motto, is that we're discipling the nations through the internet, through Facebook. Totally. And it's true. It's true, man. They're reaching out from all over the globe, man, and mm-hmm. hitting us up from all over. It's awesome. What the Romans' roads were in the first coming, the internet is in his second coming. That's the this thing is spreading the perfect gospel of the throne room glory, not the outer court, inner court stuff that we've had for a hundred years since Azusa Street Pentecostalism, Charismania. The sons of God live in the throne room. This is new. Almost all Christians in the world are not ready or don't even know about the possibility of living in such an intense, constant glory atmosphere like the house of wine. That's why the drunkenness is taking them by storm. It's literally entering the holy place of the throne room of God with the living creatures and cherubim and seraphim, lightning glory, rainbow glory, and the drunken glory of living right inside God the Father in his presence so strong that there's like nothing human about you at all except a body that you're not aware of. In Jesus' name. <laughs> When's the last time we got shot at? <laughs> oh, this is something crazy. I think I think those days are over, honestly, because we flooded Minneapolis so strongly with the glory of God and the blood of Jesus. For me, I'm sure other people are going to be dying out there, but I'm <laughs> I'm done. I, like I think I came through the gauntlet, and the labyrinth is completed, and David Bowie's dead. <laughs> so when Trump was when Trump was elected. They shot up my flagpole in my front porch, got oh, shot God. up. I'm sure. Mm. 522 shots right through my flagpole, right in my front porch, during a Joel's Bar broadcast, so I'm 10 feet away on the other side. They were aiming at me, demon-possessed little gangsters, angry. But that was when Trump got elected that day. And the second thing that happened with the gunfire was the day Trump was inaugurated and took office. They blew out my car with a drive-by shooting. I remember and, you talking about that. And I had a U.S. flag on my house when they shot up when he was elected. I had the U.S. flag on my Ford Explorer when they, like, five shots just rang up, blew out all the windows. We had one lodged in my uh, springs. The, the It's like they just wild shooting terrible shots, but it just riddled my whole car. Going through my passenger's front seat, there's a bullet hole in my passenger front seat. <laughs> but that's when he was inaugurated. So it was all around the USA and Donald Trump. So the demons are very angry that Donald Trump's our president. And then you go out on the 4th of July and you and Penny wear these whole red, white, and blue flag outfits on the 4th yeah, of July. Yeah, that was the previous summer. Okay, before that, okay. Yeah, that was about six months before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I just actually wore like my rainbow colors for the 4th of July this year. I feel okay. like America yeah. is drowned. Like. I don't need to be as patriotic anymore, like, because we've completed the task at hand, just now drown them in the Red Sea. So I was telling Derek the other day, I told him that a while ago you had, uh, I don't know, it might have been last year that you posted about, hey, praise God, I finally paid off six years, paid off this Explorer or whatever. And that recently you said you got blessed. You picked up a, uh, what is it, Porsche Cayenne? Yeah, I got like a port six thousand five hundred bucks, like an incredible deal. Bucks. And now, right off the bat, people are coming against you, talking crap about you. There was a few people with poverty mentality that couldn't handle it and just left. I mean, they just freaked out. The poverty spirit, and I know it's real prevalent in the Bible Belt in the South. Up here, not so much. 
But in real religious places, religion and poverty go hand in hand. It's the curse of yeah. the law. Yeah. And it's 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 like if you are rich, you're the devil. Yeah. You know, but it's just such a demonic attitude of lack and poverty is mm-hmm. such a tremendous curse. But yeah, we did lose partners when I've been saving up when I had any extra money, like in a shoebox put away. So I had a little bit of cash saved up. God the Father speaks to me about this ad on Craigslist. I go to the place called Peace Motors with peace all over their shirts and a big banner of peace on the dealership. True story. And I'm like, what's wrong with it? The blue book on it is like 14 grand. You know, the transmission. Okay, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, it's all right. You know, and so 6,500 bucks. But God the Father said, go ahead and do it. So my dad got angry at me because he thought I got ripped off and got, you know, a piece of scrap metal for 6500 because they don't sell a Porsche that cheap. It doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. What had happened is the guy doesn't know anything about Porsches. He put 87 octane fuel in it, had bad gas. That's why I was running a little rough. After three tanks of 92 octane, it runs like new. I got a $14,000 car for 6500 Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. From where? Peace. Peace. That's what's up. Follow the peace. Totally. <laughs> we get questions. We had some questions earlier because we went live and they're so like they're asking like in the, when they're in a state of confusion, when they're in a place and they don't know what to do next, that word right there, go to where the peace is. Go to the last thing that you heard God say, man. Go to, you know what I'm saying? Go to where the peace is. And that, that says so much. Um, I wanted to ask you, man, because a lot of people, a lot of us at, at times, we have these monumental moments in the glory of God whether we, when we first got born again, or we had angelic encounters and things like that. And these awesome things that our life is built upon these defining moments and stuff. And sometimes we get to places where we don't press in as much, or we don't see angelic activity anymore. Um, are, is this still something daily? Or do, do you focus on seeing angels or is that not really like, you're not even trying to like have the encounter anymore. You're just focused upon the just drinking daily. Like what? what yeah. like, where's the whole angelic the kind of thing for you? The angelic stuff pops automatically. I mean, I can honestly, since I got into the drunken glory in 2008, every single day I see angels because I myself am an angelic being, a spirit being, a new creation in Christ. And so I feed my spirit the bread and the wine of Jesus Christ. So I keep growing spiritually. In Second Corinthians chapter 3, I go from glory to glory and all these angels are in the glory. So the angelic activity is ever increasing around my soul as I keep feasting on his flesh and blood. The key is staying in the blood and drinking the cup of salvation, drinking the cup of the new covenant, and not putting the cup down and getting into self-efforts, getting into the brain, getting into your human nature, because then you'll never see the angels. Then it's just like you're out here wandering around in a wilderness looking for God out there somewhere when he's already inside. And it gets activated and comes forth in a river of life by eating his flesh, drinking his blood, which is the bread of heaven, the word of God, and the new wine, his blood, which is pure glory, pleasure, always. It's always available. Drink it by faith. Hallelujah. You'll see angels pop immediately. If you can even just humble yourself, that religious stuff in the mind just dies. If you just do an act of like humility, like a little child, enter the kingdom. <laughs> And just drink. I saw an open vision of 2008. God the Father just 
brought down a golden hookah and he said you can toke this hookah as much as you want and get as high as you want on me every day and i just took it by faith and as i grabbed the hookah the vision closed i've been whacked on the glory of god ever since i'm never going back because being sober christian is being religious and it sucks it's like slavery in egyptian can't hell can't do it <laughs> it's horrible <Can't> it. <laughs> there's no blessings there man everyone's fighting over scraps and it's just horrible but when you feast every day you're so blessed. It doesn't even make sense. Like that Parsha story. People can't even figure it out. My dad couldn't figure it out. He freaked out because it was too good to be true. My whole family is just like, dang, you're blessed. It doesn't even make sense. But stuff like that happens to me all the time. I'm walking Damn. around the lake today and someone runs up to me and says, I love your broadcast. Here's $100 for your birthday. And had me cash while I'm just out there in public walking around the lake. <laughs> True story. They, I mean, it's just crazy stuff. Miracle stuff like this happens to me every day because I feast on his flesh and blood. And it can happen for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The favor, man. The favor of God. <laughs> and having faith in him and his favor. Opening doors that nobody can close. Closing doors nobody can open without self-effort. And uh, that's something a lot of us, it takes a while. You might go through a season where you know that's true because you're seeing it. It's happening all around you. And then Months down the road, you get distracted and you start getting tied back up with life and you forget that you fall back into self-works or effort and you have to be reminded, get out of that, get out of yourself, get back into just trusting he's got it all in control. And, you know, most of us, it's not just an instant thing. It's, you know, this, you know, this is true. And somehow you forgot it. You got to repent. You got to come back to it and uh, just develop it. Great grace. For all of the human race until we can stay at his altar and feast on his bread and feast on his wine every day and keep the feast because God the Father calls this time the marriage supper of the Lamb, the celebration of the ages, when the Christians finally celebrate the sacrifice of his flesh and blood poured out for us for our full feasting and the removal of our sinful nature so we only experience his perfect divine goodness passing through us continuously. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. It's all about the cross, man. It's like, that's not just beginning Christianity. That's end Christianity also. <laughs> all right. Um, and I don't know how much you want to go into this. We all have people that we look up to, right? We have different ministers and stuff like that. People will name drop and stuff. I want to talk just a little bit about the rival factions, right? Um, people building ministries who have the uh, exclusivity. Like we were talking about how uh, certain ministers are, are scared to name drop. Like, don't mention his name. Even though I, I like him, I'm not going to mention his name because my guys will go check him out and stuff. Yeah, um, they're where, scared. Where, I mean, where do, yeah, they're, they're scared. It's, it's, you know, they're scared they're going to lose, lose tithers and stuff. It's definitely in religion. It's, in it's everywhere in Christianity, man. And it's even, it's even on the fringe. But my yeah. whole thing, I thrive with you guys. Like, you guys are me. Like, not us, and there's many people. There's Basham. Maybe even Crowder, and he wouldn't vouch for us or anything like that. But there's people who are on the fringe that my hat goes off to because they're paving the way for something different, something that we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So what's up with the whole rival factions about, like, they're scared to mention other people's names. And they're, they, 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 like, demonize everybody else just like the, the – mm -hmm. I mean, I know I've heard you mention a lot of times Ian Clayton and Jason Westerfield yeah, coming those against guys, you, yeah. coming – Oh, dude, I've been betrayed by every single minister in the glory stream. The one who's done the most damage to me by far is Ian Clayton. I yeah. mean, I lost hundreds of friends.
to this day that never talked to me and their whole lives are destroyed. They're like, it was just an absolute nightmare. Some of some have come back and said, Oh my God, was he wrong? And uh, it's still a sort of subject. Not for me. I'm healed up and I'm in the cup of the new covenant. That's how I can stay okay with all this horror show of Christianity in the world today. But it's all about money and power. It's flesh. It's flesh Christianity. Even amongst the mystics, they still are tempted with the love of money. Yeah. And it's a real, real issue. The thing is, I think I would have struggled with it as bad as them if my ministry had been as big as theirs. But I have been so destroyed in ministry, my whole ministerial life, that it's like I never had even the possibility of going that direction to build this huge golden calf that I need to protect and and don't let any other people into my ministry because I have something to break. What I'm doing is like, I could care less about my life. I want the whole kingdom to come. His will be done. That's why we name drop every name in the world. And it's like anyone that's the real Joel's army, that's the real body of Christ is cool. But these pastors that are partially flesh in their unrenewed mind that still need to control people, they got money issues. They got golden calf issues. And seriously, after doing this for so long with so many of these people, including John Crowder, including Ian Clayton, it's about money. Now, I don't doubt their fire insurance. It's just the reason why all the betrayal, all the backstabbing, all the slander, and the it's all about money. Yeah, yeah. I was telling him, <laughs> um, so I, I've worked with a lot of people. I've kind of built what network I have through networking with other people, um, even outside of the body of Christ. Many people in the secular arenas, I've went there and, and made friendships and done interviews on podcasts. And I go in there and I talk about the glory in my life. I talk about God and, and, and Christ. And I've made friendships. And I've gone on all these big secular platforms. Mm-hmm. And they're cool to share my articles, to share my testimony, what God's doing in my life. They're cool with sharing it. I use the samples of their vocals of different interviews and put and weave it throughout my music. Cool. But then I do it in the Christian realm. And they, they get upset. They're mad. They don't want to share their platform. Um, Ian Clayton tribe. got upset that I used his his uh, interview in one of my songs. He wanted to get paid for it. It's like I was. He thought I was making a bunch of money off of it or something. And Penny I was like, Penny says they're trying to protect their empire because it's human built, not spirit built. It's weird that the worldly people aren't even concerned with this, but yeah. it's the church guys who are like, okay, these are my couple followers. I gotta hang on to them. It's weird. It re- it's demonic. It really is. Yeah, it is. It's a Python control spirit. We've had to deal with it constantly in ministry. It's everywhere. The answer, the answer is just drown them in the Red Sea because they're a bunch of serpents. <laughs> I agree. Egypt does not cross the Red Sea. Egypt is that religious control stuff that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I want to bring up one thing that I've been thinking about and that I, we were talking about today when we went out to lunch. And it's something from my own personal life. Like I've been in Honduras almost the last eight years and I'm getting ready to wait on these visas to bring my wife and kids over here. And uh, it's been a long journey because I've been down there on my own by myself and Mm -hmm. it's a very unique situation. But over the years, every time I started coming back here to the States and and the last thing I even wanted to do was be living here in the States. But, you know, God started opening up a lot of doors for me to reach a lot of people here, Um, whether it was... You know, wanting to come into direct contact and, and union with God, get baptized, whatever. 
Um, and I started reflecting a lot at, at something that went over in on in my life over a couple of years. And I, I went through a season of resentment or, or, you know, maybe not even recognizing hurt or bitterness over it and, and dealing with that coming out of it, I can start seeing how that is true in the exact same mirror way. As far as me being connected with other people, I consider you as well as many other people, somebody that I've eaten from your table, you know, a lot over the time, like I said, might be in seasons where, for a couple of months, a lot, and then maybe a couple of months, not too much. But as a consistency, for years, I've always come back to check out Joel's Bar, what's Brandon talking about. But at the same time, not being a, a consistent contributor to what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And so when I think about many different people in my life that maybe I poured into them a lot every time I come to the States, and I'm trying to go sacrifice to come help them out, and uh, just assuming that they was going to, you know, support what I'm doing or be behind what I'm doing. And then that not really pan out like that. And, and maybe it's just your flesh, you know, let it get to you. But dealing with it's some all of those. about what the Holy Ghost is doing. The river of life builds this house, not us, guys. Yeah. But, it's it's, a, but how, I don't, how, I don't how, work out of my human brain or my human nature. I mean, that's why I could care less that I'm just drunk all the time. I just let the river of life do its thing and just take me along for a ride every day. Like I hadn't, I didn't even want to do other ministries. This isn't my idea. A, a voice spoke in my car. I was planning on being a youth pastor in 2006. I didn't build this house. So I just live in the house of wine by grace. Now this is God, the father. Yeah, Every you, minister has to have that attitude. You stay free surfing the waves, whether the, whether the support is coming or not. But at the same time, I do see, I do see you mentioning it. Hey guys. Oh, yeah. Well, because we're trying to disciple the planet to be heaven on earth. Oh, absolutely. Every single minister in the New Testament took up offerings for his works, the works of the Holy Ghost, the acts of the apostles. The the apostles were taking in millions, millions of dollars, and they were just turning Rome upside down with that money and just awesome works all over the world. And it's the same thing the apostles and the sons of God and the prophets are going to do now in this great awakening, we're going to take all of Egypt's money, just like the exodus of old, and we're going to use it for good instead of evil. We're not going to be oppressors. We'll be liberators. There won't be poverty. There won't be any of that oppression. There won't be any greed. There won't be any lack. Right. If we get over our religion, the floodgates of prosperity drowned us, just like Israel coming out of Egypt with all their gold. It's a covenant promise. Do you see do you see the regular fan base or followers of Red Letter Ministry like realizing and understanding this uh golden opportunity of what's going on with the Facebook advertising and all that and and like are you getting an increase in uh response and giving because they see this opportunity that you're doing? No, nah, I honestly there hasn't been any increase in giving. Um if anything it's less than last month because I think people think I'm making money off of Vice because yeah. but but they're making money off of me. They made tens of thousands of dollars in advertisements because of drawing 8 million people in five days. Vice is making money. Google's making money. I'm not. In fact, we put in more money into global evangelism than we make. Everything we get, all we do is we put it back into discipling the world. I could have left this crack house in the ghetto so many times over, but God says, don't stay here until the valleys are flooded with milk. Unless Nazareth is drowned, you'll just go out there in the suburbs and it'll just be complacent satisfaction and you won't transform America. We have to stay in the ghettos until they're drowned in glory. 
Amen. Someone else is in the glory in the background. Nah, Penny's drunk. So I mean, what I mean, whatever happened with Penny's thing was going to America's Got Talent. I know I, we've seen some of the documents um, on that. What all happened with that? Oh, uh, they thought her she was too weird. Weirder than everybody else on there. <laughs> yeah, well, her fairy stuff is pretty out there, man. She's got a voice that goes with it. Yeah, I saw all the contestants there. She was top three out of 150 weirdos. <laughs> top three in weirdness or in talent? Yeah, she's also very talented, and she's an artist, and it's all good. It's just not part of her destiny. Yeah. It's a hobby, and it's it's just having fun. It's like collecting baseball cards. We got some of those, right, Brother Wayne? Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys into sports? I love sports, man. Go Twins. Sports a little bit. Um, I like playing sports more. I like playing basketball, but oh, cool. I've got some. I've got. I, I I do some voices on the side as well. Um, I may do a video in a couple of weeks or something and uh, <laughs> let you check that. I do a. Uh, I, I do it like a um, Southern Baptist uh, preacher. He's bitter, but he's he's uh, he's the only one that has the truth. And so he's commentaries and does uh, exposed videos on every ministry under Check the sun. Check him out on YouTube, guys, Brother Wayne. Every ministry under the sun, he he can expose it and show you the flaws in it. And just like every uh, everybody else on YouTube doing that, right? Kind of That's awesome. You got to mock the demons, like yeah. the spirit of Elijah. Because oh, those good. demons are always attacking us. I think you got to laugh at it sometimes, man. Maybe that's why you're mm-hmm. laughing all the time. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, it will. And I tell people, it'll drive you crazy if you don't. Like, if you take this stuff too seriously, it'll drive you cr- crazy, man. Totally. Absolutely true. Got to. Clary, well, bless you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us, Brandon. All right. Love you. Bless everyone. You, brother. Shalom, shalom. Peace, peace. Shalom. Awesome. Peace. Dan, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right, bro. <laughs> Clary. Peace, peace. Thanks. Yeah. You never never know when to cut it. You know, when they're going to say goodbye. Um, they always that was good, though, because I was about out of... No, I'm just saying he was about to say something before I cut it off. He's like, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, man, yeah. Brandon, so, yeah, uh, the last podcast I uploaded was with Brandon. So, I guess I may put... If you're listening to this, so me and Dan did a podcast earlier... Um, I may put that one up first. Oh, it's still rolling. Yeah, we're still out. Okay. I may put that one up first, and then me and and then this podcast to go up after that. If you're watching this live, so if you guys are all watching now on YouTube, I just want to encourage you guys to go to the um, click the link in the description if you have an iPhone. Uh, subscribe to us on uh, iTunes. If you have an Android, there's Android apps there. So click those links in the description as well, so that you never miss an episode. We do have some questions coming in, and I want to uh, try to get to some of these questions. Yes, we are wearing the same outfits from the last podcast. I'm it's not. The, it's the same day. I'm not. It's the same my day. shirt was soaking wet. Oh, okay, okay. My shirt was soaking wet, but he said he was talking about how we matched, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> my, uh, my AC's out, and it, we're beaming it's sweat. <laughs> and in, in order to get this camera to work, there's a huge light right there uh, beaming on us. And so in order to get the HD, we have to have that light on. So... With the AC being out down here in southern Alabama and having this light in our face, it's, we're, we're pretty hot. But if you guys want to call in, we do have time to take some calls. Uh, some, somebody said in the chat room that they were scared to call in, but they did have a question. So if you want to call, 
we're going to be on just can't a few. Can't stop yawning. I'm full of Mexican food and a margarita, and I'm like, can't stop yawning. That's good, man. Um, yeah, I'm pretty tired. But we do have a question here, and I'm going to answer this question. I think this is for um, Nafis. Nafi? You see that? Nafis. Nafis Pettiford. Okay. And you want to read the question, and I'll... I wanted to know if I awakened the Holy Spirit or Kundalini, I saw a waterfall and felt it landing on me as well as still feel water till this day. I just wanted to know what kind of awakening happened. Mm. So I guess my question is, what were you doing when you had the encounter? But totally, we talk about the, the, Holy, the Holy Spirit and the baptism being an immense fire but it's also embodied by an immense water or an immense cleansing. And the scripture says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And it totally feels like a cleansing, a cleansing of fire or a cleansing of water. And, and so that's what I, that's what I ask you. Do you feel cleansed when that, when you feel that euphoria, does it feel good? And do you feel cleansed? And those are some, some of the characteristics. Like when you do, awaken that or you do receive that baptism it cleans out all the wrong that you've ever done and you feel brand new it's the born again experience the encounter is the the awakening experience so i would say yeah uh especially contingent on how you feel now so when i say feeling it's it's not about the feeling brother yes it is do you feel like you're brand new do you feel like a new creation do you feel like the old is passed on and, and all things are made new and that that's what it's about and if you haven't felt that, if you don't feel like that, you just still feel some little sensations, I encourage you to call in. We believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We've prayed for people on many occasions over the phone, across the world, over the nations, even earlier. We prayed for a young man who uh, felt the tingling heat sensation all over his body. It's just part of the manifestation that we're talking about. So, And, and I'll add to this, because I'm reading in the, in the question a connection that we see all the time. And uh, once again, we talked earlier in the first podcast about how we don't necessarily need to agree on every single thing and we still, you know, be cool with everything. I see him directly connecting the Holy Spirit to Kundalini, which we have that conversation a lot of times. I'm not fully convinced on that, uh, but a lot of people connect those two things. But one thing I'll say about the Holy Spirit, here's another way of evaluating, says that the fruit of the Spirit is this, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness meekness, faithfulness, self-control. So if you're feeling, you know, if you're experiencing these qualities, you know, a feeling of peace and, and love and joy and, uh, you know, self-control and you're just feeling different and new, uh, spiritual, then, you know, that's good evidence. She says, uh, or he, I'm not sure. Um, I was meditating days before and I, and I feel more aware of things when I feel the drops. There's definitely that aware awareness that comes when you're in the spirit. But uh, I would say so. I would say tap into it. I would say I would, uh, you know, I would ask other people, but I would ask God. I would ask the Holy Spirit. And I'm just going to pray for you right now just to take it deeper. She says, I also felt the fire in my heart. That sounds about it. I mean, that's what the, uh, the symbol of the sacred heart is with Jesus, with the heart, with the flame of fire in it. That's the fire right there. And also light. I mean, just to go one, one step further, light exists in a wave particle duality which is both water and fire mm -hmm. you know so we'll just pray right now and so you just received this if you want to close your eyes or, or lift your hand or whatever uh you're going to feel the sensation right now so that waterfall sensation the cleansing sensation just to increase baptism of the holy ghost if my friend did not know there would be no 
there would be no questioning, no doubt right now, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, baptism of fire, baptism of water, cleansing flood right now. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you for uh, making all things new. I thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the cross in Jesus' name that makes all things new. There'll be no questions. There'll be no doubt, but just trust and believe by faith through grace in Jesus' mighty name. Right now, peace, peace, peace in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, Chanel says, I've, I've felt that warmth thing a few times, but nothing like a fully least feeling. It comes and goes, man. So there's like what the, the Bible calls uh, a quickening. You go throughout your day. We talked about it earlier of hearing that still small voice, or it's it's the, it's really the spider sense in Marvel Comics where, where uh, Spider-Man's going and he gets the, and he, something's going on, something's about to happen. And it's the same type of thing happens where you'd be going about your day and you get that check in your spirit. The Holy Spirit moves and like shifts in your body and you can feel it. It is a euphoric feeling, but it alerts you to pay attention of what's going around you. It comforts you, which is what counsels, teaches. it counsels that that feeling, that warmth counsels, teaches, comforts. So much. This is a good tie in, though. Uh, this is a good tie in before we wrap it up with this question to Brandon, who was our guest that we just had on. OK, because uh, Chanel said right here, I felt that warm thing a few times, but nothing like a fully least feeling. So what you're saying is it's not a continuous thing. And I will say this, if there's anything, anybody out of everybody I know that seems to have that continuous, warm, <laughs> fuzzy feeling and drunk feeling uh, is Brandon. And as he shared tonight, one thing is just because you don't feel it, sometimes you have to do silly childlike acts of faith to bring it about. And like he's always talking about drinking it and drinking it daily and continuing to drink that cup of the new wine, which is the spirit. So it's almost like you're you're playing with your imagination, you're playing in the spirit, doing things to bring your mind back to that thing because that Holy Spirit is ever present. It's us who take our minds into different things and, and stray away and get tied up in the things of the world so then we don't feel it or we don't recognize, but the Holy Spirit is always there. So to develop patterns to keep bringing your mind back to the Holy Spirit, uh, which is why he talks the ghost, which is why he drinks a cup of new wine, is to keep doing things to to bring his mind into this incoming, you know, awareness of that Holy Spirit that's ever present. And so if, if you're wanting to feel it more, just do acts of faith, bringing your conscious awareness back to the fact that it's in you, it's through you, it's around you. The Holy Spirit is ever present. Amen. So it is the still small voice. It is the little tingling checks that comforts you. And I'm telling you, the comfort thing is big for me. Like it's always been big to be in uncomfortable situations. King Solace. What's up? Ask for the, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Ask for the, the, uh, the comfort to come. And he comes. And it's that little feeling. It's the fire. It's the waterfall. But you talked about, Chanel, you said um, never feeling um, immersed. Well, that's, that's the word for baptism, to be immersed, to be submerged, to like fully feel the fire, to feel the, you know what I'm saying, the little tingling, but to receive the, the baptism, there's no questioning. You don't have to question if I received it. Like, you'll know it you know it if, if, if it awakens within you and you receive it. And it's a free gift. You don't have to do anything. You just have to ask and receive. Uh, we can pray for that. And, but you can be in your, the, the solace of your bedroom at night and ask for an encounter. Solace of your bedroom. You see that? No pun intended. King Solace said, yo, Dan Seeker, what's up? <laughs> what up, Solace? <laughs> what's up, brethren? Awesome. So uh, we have another question from Soy Soy. Soy Soy? 
uh, says, hey, when you pray, do you, who do you pray to? When you think of Christ, the Holy Spirit, and God, do you believe they are, are you and inside of you, or do you believe them in a religious uh, outer context? I would say, and it's probably the wrong answer, but I say all of the above. I say within us, outside of mm-hmm. us, permeating through everything in the air, in the, the atmosphere, in the breath, uh, in everything. So it's not that we're talking about the like the literal throne room of God in a, a physical realm. Yes, there's that place of which we call the third heaven, right? And that place exists past outer space. That is a physical place. Angels travel back and forth from that place to here, the realm where we are, back and forth from Earth. It's not a dimensional shift. They actually travel that route. They have routes that they travel. And so that's one thing. So there's a literal place, and then there's the place of where we are now and, and understanding that it is, it is within us, and he is permeating through all things. So I just take it to John chapter 17 when Jesus is praying for us that we would receive the same relation. He, Jesus is praying to the Father that we would receive the same relationship that he had with the father. And he says how I am in you and you are in me, that they would be one with us and that we would be in mm-hmm. them. So we know we're in God. We're inside the mind of God. And, and yet the father and the son are inside yeah. of us. So yeah. we are one. We're one with the father and the son. And that's what he prayed for us. So I believe I received uh, that reality that he wants me to have, yeah. which is one is with the father and one with the, with the son. And do you believe they're inside in a religious context? Um, you know, yeah, they're outside of us. But yeah, they're I think they're both. Yeah, yeah, both inside and outside. There's the, you know, what I'm saying the physical manifestation. That's kind of like the secret when he says that he's torn the veil. The veil was torn. There is no inside outside anymore. It's all one thing. Mm-hmm. There's only God, and we're in God. God's in us. Yeah. All right. So, so a bear finished the point that I was trying to make. So there is the the, the actual temple of God where where God sits in, in in a physical manifestation, but spiritually where God sits. Is the throne room of our hearts that we are the temples of God and the spirit of God dwells within us, as the scripture says. So there's the uh, physical manifestation as well as the inward inside you literally sitting on the throne room of your heart you and of your know mind. That you are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's so it's so, that's so powerful, man. And to know the anatomy of the throne room that is in heaven in the throne room of your body and your anatomy resembles that in every organ uh your brain your spinal column everything is is mentioned of in the bible and is represented within the bible like you are fearfully and wonderfully made it's so intricate but to know that your heart is his throne room if you can't see god in all you're gonna fall amen that's what that's what i always quote that man you know if you can't see uh if you can't see God in all, then you can't see God at all. And that's actually a, a Illuminati Congo song. I'm, I'm hoping you were quoting that. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Love uh, Illuminati Congo. We mention him a lot. So Some of these cats already done joined us earlier for the first one. Several of them too. Uh, Chanel, Canto. Bear Witness, um, Canto. Canto. So big ups to you guys for hanging out. Spending yeah. some time with us today. Yep. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to be back for more like we always do. Dan will probably be leaving me tomorrow departing as we uh, part ways. Going up to Warrior, Alabama, going to hang out with some peeps up there. Maybe maybe get to meet this guy, Chris Rushing, which was a guest on one of the podcasts. And uh, y'all go check out 
RLM, Red Letter Men, Red Letter Ministries, Brandon and them. Mm-hmm. Probably won't be able to escape this promo that's all over Facebook anyway for the Vice thing. <laughs> so know? he is getting some feedback, not getting uh, dividends, but he's getting feedback, uh, trolls. Yeah. But people, like you said, people he, wanna, he was just getting wanna, ready to start trying to figure out how to promote to the U.S. anyway. So, all yeah. God. So thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Like we say, every episode, thank you guys for supporting the work on Patreon. If you want to become a member to support what we're doing here on the podcast, as well as on the music end, there's new music, unreleased music at patreon.com backslash truthseeker. You can sign up for any amount a month for a dollar a month. Like if you can give a dollar, that's more than enough. Anything you could do would be super duper worth it. And you get perks for doing it. You get access to that. You get that. Access to my full discography. You get a lot for your dollar. You get my full discography, 10 plus albums, and you get music that nobody else has heard. So if you believe in me, support what we're doing, uh, the money will help run this stuff and the money will help get my AC turned back on. If you look, man, oh my God, I'm beaming sweat right now. Hey, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You're not really sweating that bad. I guess you are. My shoulders, I got a little glistening. Hey, my AC cut out, y'all. We're trying to get it fixed, man. Jesus. Oh, wow. We're sweating. But anyway, I, yeah, if y'all want to check me out, either go to Derek's friends list and just look for Dan or go to Facebook.com slash MBK International. Amen. Thank you, guys. We'll check with y'all next time. And uh, peace, peace. Love each and every one of y'all. Peace. What about Tall T? He's in Alabama. I think we already said uh-huh. Somebody says, what, what about Tall T? He's in Alabama. Goodbye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 